Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. In this episode, student Kendra Seifring will interview James and Ruth. They discuss a large range of topics, including family memories, and the ways in which technology transformed the workplace. The two have been married for 60 years and want to advise young couples not to give up on the rough patches. So we'll start with an icebreaker. What does yours say? Mine says, who is someone you really admire? Well, I guess I, re- I really admire my wife. She's, 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 she's my good caregiver, uh, and my beautiful bride, and the lady of my love. Oh. And your Uber driver. And my Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so do you guys want to tell us about how you met your family? We've known we each had, other. Yeah, we, we went through high school together. Uh, her maiden together. name was Barr, B-A-R-R. And my name is Barbre, so it's B A R B R E. So we were just like one or two people apart. Oh, yeah, because there never was a dated, bonds in we there. We never <laughs> dated in high school. Nothing. We didn't date until actually the end of our freshman year in college. And uh, but we were members of the uh, magical group in high school. And so uh, we had and a, club. Yeah, and we had a reunion at the end of our freshman year in college of all the high school people that had gone to, as part of that madrigal group. And that's how we actually got together and started dating them. Where did you guys go to college? He went to DePaul in Greencastle. I went to Ball State. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. He was majoring in music. But got out of that, went into x-ray. <laughs> See, when you're freshman year, you don't really know what you want to do. Oh, that's true. That's How do you true. think you knew to change? I dropped out of DePaul at the end of my freshman year. Sophomore. Sophomore year. Yeah, you sophomore went one semester, I yeah. think, in sophomore. And uh, went back home because I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do at that point. So I went home and there were no jobs or anything available and so I ended up getting a job as an orderly in the x-ray department at St. John's Hospital in Anderson. And I got to the point to where I enjoyed the x-ray department and the people and and the patients and so on and decided that I wanted to go into x-ray. So I did. We got married on the fifth day of September of 1959 and I started the x-ray school the next Tuesday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so there was no honeymoon. That much of a honeymoon, <laughs> no, no. So you also went to, so you went to Ball State for college. I, was, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, but <laughs> okay. then I thought no. Something but then when up. we decided to get married, then I applied at Delco Ramey and Anderson, General oh. Motors. Oh, okay. So I worked in the drafting department there. Oh. What kind of work did you do there then? I, actually, I proofed and did the model, the 
the first stages of the drawings of the cars, the generators and the stuff like that, and typed up stuff like about that. But then it went on to the next step then. Neat. So when I got, whenever the technology advanced, how did you guys learn? Or did it just kind of just practice and... Well, we're still learning about computers. That's right. And we do not have a smartphone. We have a flip-top phone uh-huh. that we use occasionally. <laughs> when you get calls from someone like me, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know my number. I always have to ask him what my number is. Well, she doesn't call herself that often, so that's the reason. I don't even that. use a cell phone that often. Yeah. But they say you have you need one. When I first started... We didn't use the computers at all. And the registrar says you need to turn it on first thing in the morning and, you know, use it according. Well, I'd turn it on in the morning and then I'd turn it off at night. Mm-hmm. I hadn't used it, but oh, I did what you said. Turn it on. But then it got so everything was on the computer. Everything. And they, we had records from the first graduating class, which was, I think, 29. And they came in one summer and scanned all the transcripts mm. and so then they were on computer so do you think it was more of a pain to well I ended up uh, quitting that fall because he got sick and I had to be home yeah so I it was exactly 20 years because I started in September and I quit in September okay were there struggles that you want to share about raising a family that you can think of? No, I or think good we, things? I think we had a pretty... His job, he was on call all the time, day and night. So that limited his time at home. But when he was home, they clung to him. <laughs> Daddy's girls. <laughs> they were indeed. And I'd probably go to the grocery by myself or something. <laughs> yeah, get some time alone. But we were very fortunate. They were, we didn't really have any problems with them. Mm-hmm. They were old enough that they had their own interests, but they got along too. Mm-hmm. And they still do. They have their own thing. And anytime we'd go on a vacation, they'd have fun together. Mm-hmm. So we were very fortunate in that, that, that that they did get along because mm. made things easier mm-hmm. yeah so if you guys could go back to any age what age would you be and why well, I don't know that I'd want to go back I don't think I would either I don't want to lose my memories and I wouldn't give up anything but I don't think that I'd go back every age has its sparkle and now it's kind of fun watching the kids go through that age yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, we don't see the one in Zionsville very often, but... Still contact She's them. there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what those phones are for, right? <laughs> right. Well, they're busy. They are so busy. Because they're busy with their work, and she travels. Since this other company belongs, she travels more. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes sometimes if it's a fun place. If it's not a fun place, he won't go. He doesn't go. <laughs> no. What? He didn't particularly want to go to Iowa with her. Oh, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> he he but he corn. did go to Florida with he's, her. He's seen enough corn and beans around here. He didn't have to go to Iowa to see more. Yeah, it's not much different. Huh? <laughs> uh, I, I don't really, I wouldn't want to go back to it, I don't think. But I liked when I went through it. Yeah, it's good to look I mean, at. I'm content with that. 
Uh-huh. It's the past is past. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of good memories, a lot of fun memories. As long as our memory holds up, we'll That's be okay. Right. And we're working on that. We work our puzzles. <laughs> puzzles, yep. <laughs> we work our puzzles. Do you remember, right. or what can you say is your favorite memory? Oh, I don't know if I have a favorite oh, one. I don't know. I'd say probably the cruise to Hawaii was a highlight. I don't know. The ranch was fun. Yeah, no, but that was that was for a shorter period of time. Well, yeah, yeah. You just like the the cruise cruise because you got catered to all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And you had all kinds of food to eat. (laughs) Food and drinks and, yeah. (laughs) And they they dressed when we went. I mean, they wore long dresses and everything. Oh. Mm -hmm. And And they dressed for the evening meal. Yeah. I mean, to the point to where Ruthie and the girls would go down and get their hair done at the beauty home beauty shop and wear their long dresses and so on. What life lesson would you give to anybody listening? Hang in there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Don't give up the first Don't argument. Give up for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be rough matches, as there have been in, in every marriage, I think, both time or another. But it seems like today people just say, okay, and they get a divorce. They mm-hmm. don't wait and try to work things out. It's just much easier to get divorced. So then they'll go find another person and get married. And next thing you know, two or three months later, well, they're out the door again. That's the advice your mom gave us, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Luckily, take the luckily easy we way didn't out. pay that much attention to her. <laughs> no, just don't give up. Yeah. For sakes, it's worth saving. Yeah. Working it out, no problem is that big. Yeah, I like that. No problem is that big. That's a good one. It can be worth it. Yeah. One way or the other. The end. (laughs) Jim took care of it. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for speaking with us today. It was really nice to meet you. Thank you. What you just heard is part of the Active Listening series, put together as a collaboration between the University of St. Francis and WBOI. Additional conversations can be found online at WBOI.org, or wherever WBOI podcasts are found. Faculty advisors for active listening are Miles Fulwhiter, Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardosa, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schinkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. And thank you for listening.